Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody Weekend Replay Podcast. 12 of our favorite moments from this past week. Jody's back. Is she? From, <laughs> from traveling the planet. Actually, girls weekend. Well, yeah. one little business trip that bled right into a girls weekend. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about how the Motley Crue concert went. We heard a little, but not all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, look, I want to ta- tell you guys a story. Um, uh, I had a panic in the hotel room um, but when I was by myself for the business trip. Mm-hmm. What happened? Uh, not when I was with my girls. Oh, so maybe you needed Murphy's Gadgets? Yeah, my the hotel security stuff. No, no, totally. no, no, no. Slow your roll. I did not need that. I was totally safe and comfortable. No, but still won't use the them. morning. The ne- the morning, I woke up and I, I I'm very conscious of time. I'm never late. It stresses me to think that I would ever be late. So I'm up. I took my shower. I'm well, you're never my- late because you have to offset your partner. Hey, this guy over here. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I wasn't going to do that, Sam. <laughs> That's okay. Leave it to me. It's not about throwing him under the bus for anything. But when I'm by myself, I can be on time Mm -hmm. and feeling fine. But anyway, so I got ready and I was I had packed my bag. I had to check out of the hotel. I was the speaker of the first panel of the morning. I was not going to be late. I put my makeup on and zipped up my suitcase. And then I'm looking like what I feel like I know what time it is. I feel, but I need to see it. Yeah. Where's my phone? You know, I'm like, wait. And when you're in a hotel room, everything's in a different place. You misplace things easily. Like where to put my earrings? What's going on with this? I had a moment of panic because I could not find my phone. And then I'm thinking, I'll be late for the panel. I won't be able to do anything. It's like when uh, Murphy has his glasses on his head and he can't find oh his glasses. Oh, my gosh. But it was worth it. It's worse. Where's your phone in your hand? It's, a, it's your lifeline, is it not? Yeah. It's everything. I couldn't get check into the airport without my phone. I couldn't do anything. So you yeah. hit your tile button and... No, I didn't have my keys. I didn't oh. drive here. Murphy had my keys. You know, it, it, that is, there's a sinking feeling. It's one thing, like, if you'd have misplaced your makeup and you wouldn't have been happy, but mm-hmm. you probably could have... But when it's totally. your phone, yeah. that's like today, I every, almost, your, your life is in that little thing. I almost unpacked my whole suitcase. Mm. But I went and retraced my steps, and I had sat at the little desk in the hotel room to put my makeup on. And for some stupid reason, instead of sitting my phone down, I had leaned it up against the lamp, and it was flush with the lamp, and it was the same color, and it was just like hiding in plain sight. Mm. I was sweating when I found that thing. Yeah. Sweating. Teachers, this is your time with us. In fact, anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. But you have the floor here to join us and let parents everywhere listening know what they do that makes your job a little harder. Right? And what that drive you crazy. So yeah. Well let Jessica kick us all kick us off. Yeah, Jessica, what's yours? I I think I want to say it is like parents don't understand busy day sometimes. I think they think that we're a babysitting service mm. and they like to pop in sometimes just to chit chat or oh. they want to know specifics about their child. And I don't, I don't think parents realize sometimes that as a teacher, we usually have every part of our day planned from the right. time we walk into the door to our planning time, maybe even like what we need to prep after school yeah. for the next day. And sometimes we have appointments and things that we have to go to or meetings that we have to go to. Right. And they want to call and chit-chat about a Band-Aid or a backpack that was left at home, or they want to stop by after school and 
we may not have time. We may be on our way to a meeting and they want specifics about, well, how is my child doing? Or Mm -hmm. what can we do to help them at home? And and I want to say, I can talk to you all about this. Just call and schedule a conference with me because right now is not a good time. Right. And you probably have to say that. I do sometimes. Yeah. You don't want to have to do that because you don't want to, like, put a barrier between the two of you, but you have to create your own boundaries with parents. Right. Have you ever had any parents go off on you because you just didn't have the time right now? No, but I have had a parent that got upset with me because I had to take off work a couple times in the first couple weeks of school. Yeah. And they were concerned that my their, that their child wasn't getting a good routine in on the first couple of weeks of school. And I had to explain to him, look, I'm a parent, too, and mm-hmm. my kid got sick. Yeah. If I get sick, I have to take off work. Yeah. yeah. Man, tough job. That's Thank not. you for enlightening us. I never thought of that, but certainly that's a big one. Certainly. Yeah. You're Th- welcome. Thank you, Jessica. I think that it's sort of like, oh, by the way, conversations at work. and oh. I, So I can see how that would easily happen at school, too. You're picking your kid up. and yeah. Oh, by the way, I, yeah. That mm. happens to Murphy at work because he's a manager. Yeah. And it, like you're. And we're trying to keep Murphy on time. And if I see somebody going okay. for him, I'm like, we're try to, to run interference. <laughs> right. So keep it coming. We right. love hearing from you, teachers. 877-310-4MSJ. Teachers, the floor is yours. Which that's true all day anyway, right? But I mean right here, right now. 877-310-4MSJ. What do parents do during the school year that makes you a little crazy? A little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? <laughs> How about you, Becca? One of the biggest things for me is when parents show up to school to bring their kids, their child's um, forgotten homework, um, a forgotten assignment, forgotten PE clothes, forgotten lunch. That's one of the biggest things for me because, you know, kids will learn to problem solve in their parents' absence, and instead they continuously bail them out, and that just drives me crazy. And what grade is this? This is 10th grade for me. I teach 10th grade. Oh, 10th yeah. grade. They should have it together by then. Right. And if they don't, they need to learn how to deal with it. They had a, a story, a national story last week where the school even posted on the office door, if you're a parent here, basically to bring all that stuff, turn around and go home. These kids will learn to cope and they'll figure it out for right. themselves. Right. They will learn to problem solve. That's exactly right. And I, I saw that, as a matter of fact, and I was so happy that... You know, other schools, other educators feel the same way because it's very true. Well, let me ask you this. Do you ever step in and address it with the parents when they do it or address it with the students? Absolutely. A lot of times it's not accepted. If it is um, a homework assignment that their parent is bringing to school, Mm -hmm. that's a late assignment. That's Mm -hmm. something that they do not have, even if it is physically there. If their parent had to bring it to them in the middle of the day, I don't count it. Wow. And you mean business, Becca. I do, I do. But, you know, it's a, it's a tough world out there. we got to prepare them. Yeah, thank you, Becca. Well, you're so right about that because, you know, it's something, it's, it's, what do they say? It's a, it's a short-term, you know, solution, but you create a, a long-term, long-term problem. problem. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like a meme. Just um, think of it, you know, in work terms. If it's you true. For, if you forgot your project at home. Yeah. Who's going to help you out? Nope. Right. You. And that's Period. also what is taught in school. That's the practical, functional things that you learn in school, not the maps and the, you know, the statistics and, you know, algorithms. That's what you learn in school that you really take with you in your life, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Parents, man, sometimes we just get in the way, don't we? Yeah. I'm and, you that. know, it's that's kind of stuff comes from a good place because you always want to help it does. your child. It does. But then there's got to be that place where it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's a tough lesson, you, but you they can help. Them by not helping them. 877 <laughs> 3104 MSJ.
I didn't tell Murphy this story yet, and it's an embarrassing wow. one from my girls weekend. You know, it's, it's, so all these stories I haven't been told yet just kind of roll themselves yeah. out one after yeah. the other. And this is the place to spring it on him, right? This is what happens. <laughs> Wait, when you go away and you've done a ton of stuff and you come home to your family, what, are you going to sit down for two hours and tell them everything at once? Oh, well, that's, I mean, that's sort of like you, got, you've been at work all day and you get home and right. somebody asks you how it work. It's not that you want to be rude. It's just like, right. I just lived it. You what know? did I w- would do when I got home? I got in the tub. For an yes, hour. Right. And, and, and didn't talk to me. It was weird. <laughs> no, that's true. not true. It's that's not, not true. true. Okay, so <clears throat> I think this was Friday night. Or, no, no, no. Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Anything we, that starts with, I think. <laughs> right, oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. It doesn't Day, matter. Time. Days running together, are yeah. they? <laughs> time didn't matter is why. Yeah. <laughs> which, which was lovely. Get up when you want, shop when you want, yeah. go to the spa, blah, blah, blah. So we're, the three of us, me and my two high school girlfriends, Rachel and Lisa, sharing a hotel room and sharing everything, cosmetics, everything. So we had this beautiful big bathroom counter and everything was laid out and, and they were using my setting spray and, and we were sharing hairspray. Mm-hmm. And then I'm standing there about to put, I'm in a towel with my hair up, whatever, and I'm, put, I'm about to put my contacts in for the day. And Rachel's showing me her contact solution and she's talking about how good it is. It disinfects your eyes and then you put it in and they feel brand new. And I was like, cool that's cool music was playing we were playing motley and playing music from the night before whatever so <clears throat> she walks out of the bathroom and i thought well she's this is so good i'm gonna put use my in my left eye my contact solution and then try hers in the right to see if i can tell a difference <laughs> well i did not listen fully what she has is something called hydroglide which is hydrogen peroxide solution <laughs> That you put in it overnight, and somehow it switcheroo when you put them back in. It cleans them overnight right. in a hydrogen peroxide solution, and then they're brand new in the morning because some sort of filter in there. Yeah. I <laughs> dropped two fat drops of that on a contact and stuck it in my eyeball. It burned. And I thought I was dying. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you know how eye-weird I am. Oh, yeah. Right. That's a awful duty. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, that's a, too bad. Yeah. I walked <laughs> right. out of the bathroom with my uh, hand over my eyes oh. at Rachel, and it hurt so badly. Yeah. Thank God the concert was last night. Exactly. <laughs> my eye was pink all day. <laughs> you didn't take any pictures of this? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and the, cra- the catchphrase is now, Jody, don't put it in your eye. <laughs> yeah. Teachers, you let us know what things do parents do that drive you crazy 877-310-4msj amy you're up mine is more of an observation over the last i've been in kindergarten for eight years now mm-hmm. and over the last probably four years it's been like a cliff drop instead oh. of a gradual decline mm. every year directionality because they don't look at a real book. So turning a page, you know, reaching over and turning, that is sure. that is not there. Not being able to hold a pencil, because mm. they've never had, they've been on a tablet. Yeah. Basically, oh. what huh. I'm saying is, screen time and tablet time and phones in their face at first, mm. they don't know anything else. I know. And it's really changing the dynamic of the brain. It does make my job more difficult, but it's really, you're hurting your children that you don't realize it. And mm. um, it's going to take a, a really thoughtful, mindful generation of young parents to get that back to where right. the brain really create the balance. <laughs> Phoebe is uh, our Phoebe. Our youngest is 17. And when she was little, we were just starting to have tablets around the house. 
And, of course, she got enamored with one. And then the next time I put a book in her hand, she was trying to move pictures on the book as, as with a tablet. And, yes, I, and I had to show her to turn the page. Wow. Yeah. yeah. In our days of video games, you know, Mario only went to the right. Now they can go anywhere they want. <laughs> <laughs> they lose, yeah, right. lose that directionality. And for reading, it is so important right. to the reading. You're right. And You're also, so right. Part of parenting is is providing those experiences. I literally had a six-year-old last year, and God bless him. I, I love this child more than anything. Mm-hmm. And he pushed me to every limit that I have ever had. Oh. And, you know, he creeped in and sat down on your heart because there's always that one. Yes. But we finally got him some, some support, and I got them coloring books the last week of school. And he had never had a coloring book, and it just broke my heart. He's yeah. six. He's and he colored every single picture from front to back. Of course he One did. at a time and was so proud of that. Oh. And I was like, I can't believe you never had a crayon. That's a gift anyway, that you gave him. Just be very mindful about some of the things that you can do with your children. You know, include them on everything. Yeah. It really helps so much more than, than what you realize for when they do approach a situation like going to school for the first right. time. Yep. Thank you for this. I, I want to be in your classroom. Yeah. You're, you're lovely. You're a great oh, teacher. Well, come on. Help my son Jackson do something that was really kind of cool for him. What is that, Sam? Buy his first car. Well, oh, wow. <laughs> buy his third car. Oh, okay. <laughs> what happened to his other two? Well, they wound up uh, in piles somewhere. Um, okay, ouch, I'm sorry. He's had a rough driving career in his pa- in the past two years. <laughs> Tell him to give me a call. I had a rough one when I started, too. <laughs> it's... It, I, you know, it's just hard, you know, watching all the other kids and Jackson just, it just seemed like, you know, okay. when, when there was bad news, bad news came on top of bad news. It, bad news beget bad news. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the so good anyway, is coming. Uh, he has decided this time uh, to purchase his own car because we, Yay. The, the other two cars were kind of like gifts from us. We helped purchase them. Uh, but this one, it's like, we're done. If you want another car, you got to do it. So he's been looking for a few months, and yeah. in the past few past week, he's kind of zeroed in on a few. Okay. And I went with him to a couple of places. <clears throat> and did you did you get involved in a haggling sitch? No, I did not. In fact, I and, and the thing is that that's the thing I offered to in certain things, and he was like, "No, I want to handle this." Wow. And then, right. then when he finally did purchase a car over the weekend, I was like, "Are you okay? Do you want me to come along?" And he goes, "No, I'm, I got this." Wow. So I mean, I was giving him guidance as far as, you know, financing, using your bank, doing all this, insurance. Right. And he pulled it off. And according to him, everything's livable for him. Because I made sure after the fact, is like, are you good? Are you happy with it? Sure. Did everything work out the way you wanted it to? And he goes, oh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. So Great. So he's bought his first car. 18 years old, bought wow. his own first car. Well, good his for own him. down payment and his own monthly payments. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, that is good because, you know, the way you preface it with the other two, those those situations, you know, make your head hurt and they're painful. But something learned the hard way is learned for sure. Yeah. And it I'm, is. And part of the assumption with his mom and I is if you buy your own car, maybe then you'll care more for it than yes. the ones we gave you, our old cars. Well, it's yeah. true. You yeah. know, I mean, I get the first one accident, replace it possibly, and, the, and then 
But yeah, and the but other the one that I completely you. gifted him. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've seen. Oh, let that's that right. go. Have you? It not? was your. It was your old car. <laughs> yes, it was. Anyway, it well, lasted two weeks. Well, you won't see it on the road anymore. No, you? they don't allow that on the road. <laughs> Anyhow, congratulations, Jackson. You're welcome. Teachers, the floor is yours. What do parents do that make you crazy on the daily? Maybe not crazy, but you know what we mean. 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Sarah? So I was just giving a call. I'm a teacher, an Mm -hmm. elementary teacher. Uh, And I guess my overall parent complaint, I don't know if that's a good word, not really complaint, but... I know. um, know (laughs) Basically, basically at that age, we just see like a, a complete lack of discipline as far as kids that come to school and just don't really have any um, coping skills, no problem-solving skills, no tough skin. And I'm going to blame a lot of that on, I don't know if you heard it, but gentle parenting. Yes. It's a new parenting approach, apparently, and where you and your child work together Mm. and problem-solve, which that's great, but they make choices based on more like their willingness to do it rather than external influences Mm. being parents telling them the right thing to do which Mm -hmm. i'm all for i mean i don't really understand why their behavior is their choice i mean i guess it is but if their behavior is (laughs) the wrong behavior then there should be a consequence right they're not they're not old enough to make all the right choices yet that's why they need structure right right because when they come to school and they do the wrong thing there is a consequence and then they're like wait what i have consequences right right (laughs) Man, I didn't get well, gentle parenting. <laughs> Me either. I didn't know yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, I've done some professional development on it because I've had to, and mm-hmm. I guess it's like a new way of thinking. Sure. I, I, more of a partnership and, mm. and kind of talking things out with your kid, which mm. I don't mind. I, I, I promote that, but at the same time, if you do wrong, you know, that's the way right. of the world. If you do wrong, there's going to be a consequence. If you go to your job... Yep. misbehave they're not going to be like so right. let's talk about what you did when you embezzled the money you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, yes. not going to go down like that you're going to go to jail yeah. right. oh god <laughs> so funny I mean it's, just, it's yeah. not like it's not logical I guess no it's not it's a gray right. area because they need structure and they need leadership but you do need to validate their feelings, and I think those lines right. get crossed. I think it's good-intentioned parents who want to validate their feelings, but they're letting the kids sort of lead, and they're not ready to lead. So it seems right. like. Right, I always like, think that I'm like, gosh, who runs their house at home? Yeah. I'm like, probably, the kid probably does The kid run does the run the house. house. That's right. But not your classroom, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for this. You call us anytime. No you have a great day at school today. You too. Look up gentle parenting. Okay. <laughs> I'll also look up gentle teaching. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've all been there. You've been at a concert. You're excited about who you're seeing. Maybe except Sam. I can't see Sam doing this. <laughs> Being excited, so excited that you walk up to the t-shirt, uh, what do you call it? The merch table. The merch table and buy a $50 or higher t-shirt based on the fact that you are jacked about what you're seeing. I did try to do that after the Van Halen reunion tour <laughs> in 2007, 8, whenever uh-huh. that was. Mm-hmm. But it, it was like insane around the table. I, I should have gone before the show. Yep. Or you go during one of those songs. Yeah. That, yeah. One of the bathroom songs. <laughs> right. This is for my new album. Oh, bye. <laughs> and they know that. Yeah. Okay. So, but you didn't buy a shirt then. They didn't have the one I like. Oh, no. got it. Okay. So. We've all been there, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, look, they know what they're doing because yes, they you're do. gonna, and merch is an important way for the artist to make 
money. Yes, I'm happy. Look, if it's somebody I truly love, I, you know, the, some of my rock T-shirts are like sacred to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't let the girls touch them. So we were at Molly Crew and Def Leppard the other night, and I had looked on our way in, and I thought, no, no, I don't think so, and nothing that Phoebe would want. So I just told Rachel, I'm not, I'm Lisa, I'm not going to buy a shirt this time. Lies. Lies. Because after Motley, between Motley and Def Leppard, we're out in the arena, and I'm like, I'm going to buy a <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Who cares? It's only money. I'm <laughs> there in line with all, all, all these people, and I'm looking, still going, hmm, do I see one that, that is me, yeah. that I know that I'd want to wear? I'm not going to buy it just for nostalgia. I'm going to buy it if I could see myself wearing it. So at least there's that. Oh, right? yeah. it's not totally i turned to the gentleman next to me i said watch this i'm about to do a completely emotional purchase for 50 dollars or more and i did i bought a pink motley crew t-shirt wow <laughs> i haven't so seen cute. it yet you need to show this to me i know you I'm keep sorry doling things out from the trip you know which is cool like, i mean you know you always have to watch out for the fact that you're your desire to purchase one of those T-shirts is directly proportional to the amount of drinks that you wind up having over the course of the evening. You not know just what I mean? that. Yeah. I mean, I have not had too many. I'm telling you this story. I remember it well, clearly. Well, yeah, you're not drunk right now. <laughs> I wasn't drunk then. No, I'm not saying that. I wasn't drunk. I know you weren't. No, it's an emotional thing, not a drunk thing. Oh, oh. Last hour, Jody, you were talking about the mishap in your eye, which, by the way, I want to see the pictures of this. You said your eye turned pink. My eye was pink for half the day. That's why I was wearing was, sunglasses all day Saturday. So uh-huh, instead of using right. regular, mm-hmm. instead of contact lens solution, you had borrowed your friends who you Hydroglide. Your, your girl's weekend away, and you stuck that in your eye. And it's got Only hydrogen peroxide. 3% or 4% hydrogen. That's it was enough. so painful. It was so painful. I guess it disinfected everything. The, th- the thing mm. was, yeah, she said, Jody, you're not supposed to put that in your eye. And I'm standing there in a towel. And, and she said, this is what's beautiful. This is why I tell this story. Not for Sam's enjoyment. But that woke you up pretty quick. It did. Yeah. It did. Um, it was Rachel's contact solution that I accidentally used. It's not a thing you directly put in. It's a thing you clean it with and then you put saline or something. But as soon as it happened, and I was in so much pain, and I had my hand over my eye, I couldn't even see. I was just standing there hurting and burning. She goes, all right, come here, come here, come here. You need to, you need to get some saline in this. She sat me, she brought me into the bathroom, and she sat me down, and she started to mother me. Mm. And Rachel is my single friend who's not had children. Yeah. I think she has godchildren, and I know she has nieces and nephews, but it was so, it reminded me, and women will know what I'm talking about if you know Sex and the City, the Sex and the City movie, where Samantha is so anti-family and anti-mothery and all that, but but when Carrie's hurt, she's the one that mothers her. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of those things that always stuck out to me as beautiful. And she took care of me. Rachel took care of me. And literally, she made me, she's like, you've got to put this in your eyeball. And, I, and she started to put stuff in my eye. I was like, no, I have to do it. So I'm, you know, she's helping <laughs> yeah. me do all You this. don't know who you're dealing with. So yeah, it's really. It's in my eye. Oh. And then she's like, it's probably going to be a good, okay in about an hour. If it's not, you need to let us know and we'll go to urgent care or yeah, something. We can swing by Walgreens and get you a patch. <laughs> Thank you. Lisa you mentioned know? that. <laughs> yeah, I <see> <laughs> she's like, do you need a patch? <laughs> that would look she great at a, a, a Motley Crew yeah, concert. No yeah, no kidding. That I got you on the screen. I wore sunglasses all day. By the time I real, by the time <laughs> I realized I should take a picture for yeah. you guys, yeah. 
Um, it was much better. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't, you know, awful. <laughs> it was very painful well, and very I mean, dumb day, of me. Weekend, yeah. Dumb of me to put something in my eye that I had not fully read. And I looked at the <laughs> at the bottle later. It did have warnings all over the top of it. Don't put it in your eye. Yep. Could you eat the same thing every day at one meal? Like you don't have to eat the same thing at breakfast or dinner, but your lunch is the same every day. All of your life, could you? Uh, if it was pizza, maybe. Okay, good answer. If I could change the pizza, quick answer. Though. You have to quickly. Yeah, I know. I don't know that I could do it my whole life, but I have been eating Cheerios every day for about eight months. Good for you. In one meal with blueberries. You know, <laughs> it's true. Uh, the old ball and chain doesn't want to cook. Yeah, right. Yeah, mostly uh, on Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> actually, actually, he does that when I'm the old ball and chain's already asleep and he's perusing around the kitchen. Yeah. And he's dieting, which is why, right? Yes. Okay, so look. That's the real reason. The reason I bring it up is because um, you guys saw this story floating around that the queen, the queen of England, her chef, let it slip that she has been eating the same meal, midday meal, um, every day since she was a kid. Oh, really? What is it? It's strawberry jam and butter sandwiches on white bread. But it's a little fancy. She is the Queen of England. Yeah. It's not they, like they something we would, we would slap together. <laughs> they go further than that. These sandwiches are cut into circles about the size of a silver dollar, and they're called pennies. They're like little sandwiches that you stick your, your pinky up when you would eat it. Little sandwiches. Yeah. And she likes them a lot. She's always eaten them. And so midday. It's about 34,000 jam sandwiches at the age of 96. That's, That's incredible. I wonder how many circles you can cut out of a slice of bread. Maybe four. It is it the same jam? Royal bread. <laughs> yeah, is it the same maker of jam? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Because I mean, she could have outlived the jam maker. You know, <laughs> she's ninety six years old. You know what's funny to me about the, the these royal people? That's why we're fascinated with them. These royal because people. they live so differently in our time, but they live a royal life. So it's like yeah. we're fa- That's that's the reason for the fascination. I don't care who they fall in love with or don't fall in love with i i think the daily intricacies of what they do is so weird to me i would think it'd be cool to know that's why we like harry so much he's so you could you could have burgers and fries with harry but do you think the queen has ever had pizza or fast food i'm sure she has nachos probably Probably had the royal pizza and the royal nachos (laughs) yeah (laughs) which are what cut into little squares (laughs) right and hand fed to her so you you, you don't think somebody's stopping at Taco Bell on the way back, <laughs> way back to... Dude, they should. <laughs> oh, pick me up a Mexican pizza. <laughs> hey, Domino's delivery to Buckingham Palace. <laughs> 30 minutes or less. <laughs> you know, you can join us anytime. Join the conversation. 877-310-4MSJ. we love to hear from you. You can also jump in with us online. Social Media Connect. So, um... I was perusing our social media, our Facebook and Instagram, and answering some comments and doing my best to keep up with that. So anytime you send us anything, you know, don't if we don't get back to you right away, we promise we do look and see everything. And Sam, I just I just need to tell you that there's more than one person asking what happened to to you and your girlfriend. Uh huh. And so I just I know we talked about it a little bit, uh-huh. but you know. People are busy, yeah. listeners, and they they get busy, and they have a life, and they've missed it. Mm-hmm. So would you like to address this again? I can read some comments to you. Uh, yeah, read a couple comments. Yeah, I, I mean, quite frankly, I'd like to know what happened. You know, I mean, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jeremy says, dang, 
I go on afternoons for two weeks. That means on the job and yeah. everything changes. Ha ha. Last I heard, you two went on a vacay together, a vacation together. Yeah. And so he came back and his schedule changed and he was listening and he hasn't heard anything. Yeah. And so I just sent back. We have, you know, not addressed it so much out of respect, and Sam is single again. Yeah. That was my response. Is that okay with you? That works for me. Okay. I, I mean, it, yeah, it's 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 over. It's, um, mm-hmm. what is that thing you like to say, Jody? You're not, not everybody. <laughs> what is that thing I well, like to say? Well, it's good to, to see it stuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's only a thought. I don't have a motto for it, but my thought is that anybody can get hurt, and it's, there's no guarantee, yeah. well, even if you're tough, great, you know? even if the world thinks That's you're it, great. That's it, right there. Yep. Even if you are great, and on paper you look great, and everybody else in the world thinks it's supposed to work, if you're not, you know, if you're not feeling it, yes, you're not feeling That's it. That's it. Yeah, anybody there's can a, get hurt. Yeah, it's the, I mean, look, it's a vulnerability thing, and you know, and as far as sensitive, all the details. Yeah, uh, I'll fill you. I'll fill you in, Murphy. But uh, yeah. I, I just want to be respectful. I yeah, do too. I understand and that. That's that's noble. You know what I mean. And it also helps. You know, with the gag order that we don't okay. do anything that causes <laughs> somebody to, to show up. There's no You're gag not supposed order. to discuss the gag order. <laughs> the thing is, we know that you, if you listen, you are wondering. So that's why we want we yeah. wanted to address it one more time. We're not yeah. discussing we're not, it yeah, out of respect for everyone involved. Join the conversation anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. I was just calling in because I was listening to you talking about, you know, losing your dad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I lost my dad when I was 12, and I was a hellion of a child to deal with because Mm -hmm. I was a daddy's girl. I was, you know, so angry. Yes. And uh, my, my best friend's dad came in to my life mm-hmm. and he basically finished raising me. Oh. Um, when I got married, he walked me down the aisle. Oh. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, excuse me. I'm just emotional. Okay. We lost him last year. Oh. And to this day, we are like family. Mm-hmm. We still get together. We've moved. I, I live like uh, a thousand miles from my best friend, but... Yeah. We're sisters. We're family. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. So, I mean, it just goes to show, like how people rally. Yeah. Some people really do. And my and my best friend, she was never like, "No, he's my father." That's nice. You know, yeah. like how wonderful mm-hmm. to share something like that. Yeah, I know that nothing could take the place of your your dad. You always you always will want him, but what do they call that? Like a fill in, like someone who fills the gaps, who tries to fill gaps yeah, for you. Totally, totally stepped in mm-hmm. and just, yeah, just affected my life. So it's so funny that you mentioned this, Allison, because I also I had I have some really great, really awesome uncles. I always say I won the uncle lottery. <laughs> I really did, mm-hmm. and they and they try to fill gaps, and I resist it. I've always kind of re- resisted. I love them. But I, I always sort of, you know, keep them at arm's length because I can't let anybody else, you know, father me, like daddy me. You know, it's like I have father figure issues is what I always tell people. <laughs> and that's OK. Well, I always tell people I, you know, some people are not lucky enough to get one mm-hmm. good dad in their life. I was lucky to get two. That's awesome. Mm. I love that for you. Well, thank you for inspiring me to call in.
Thank you, Allison. We appreciate it.